guys you're listening to ready to fall an instinct podcast by gina and christina and before we start the episode um i want to say that i know my fan origin story from last week was very personal and kind of heavy um and for some listeners it may have been difficult to hear um but it's important that i'm true to my story um i know there are others in the fandom that have had similar experiences and i didn't want to just sugarcoat my story um, they helped me through some rough times over the years, some of which we'll get into, but nothing else with trigger warnings. Um, so I told that part of my story and ready to move on to other things. Um, so that being said, let's officially start the episode. Hey, how are you this week? It's Christina, by the way. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. So I have so much to talk about this week. Yes. And the first thing that I need to talk about is Big Brother. Yes. Have you been following? I've been I've been watching. Um I I need to try and figure out a way to watch the uh live feeds cuz I'm hearing stuff that I'm like what's going on? I'm missing so much by not watching the live feeds. Yeah, so my best girlfriend's dad, actually, we were talking to him earlier today, and he was like, oh, we have Paramount Plus. And I was like, oh, you have Paramount Plus, because he's watching some <laughs> other show on Paramount Plus. And um, I feel like I need to get his login. He said I could use his <laughs> login, and I forgot to get it. But someone um, posted a picture of him sleeping, Chris sleeping, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I could be extra creepy and watch Chris Kirkpatrick sleep. My husband just I... looked over at me and rolled his eyes. He's here with us today. Um, that's coming up later in the episode. Yeah. Um, but I was like, oh, this this could be fun. I Someone had posted some video and there's video of him vacuuming. And I'm vacuuming. Like, I, watched, I, watched, I watched it with the sound off because I was in church. So I'm like, oh I have to watch this later because someone's like, Chris is so me when I vacuum. I'm like, okay, I, I need to really watch this. But well, you I've, know what's crazy about it? I've never watched Big Brother before. I, have, I haven't either. But I'm watching it because Chris is on it and my husband's mm-hmm. been watching it with me. And I am like really into it. I don't know that I'll watch it beyond this. Unless yeah, for I mean, some maybe reason if... another guy from NSYNC, but I've but there's a lot of stuff that's been going on on Twitter based on the live feeds and stuff that I'm like, I don't know that any of them will ever want to do it. Like Lance has already said on his podcast, he doesn't want to do it because of the live feeds. And yeah, I really don't know that any of the others would want to. Um, Now I don't have Twitter, but I keep hearing things. So what is happening with Twitter and the live? So, so, there's a whole debate on whether it's a spoiler or not because it's on the live feed, but it hasn't made it to air yet. Um, Chris is HOH. So I'm I heard that. I'm interested to watch. And then there was some drama going on. So before the f- episode on Friday, um, they cut the live feeds. Uh huh. Because um, they said, so, so at some, until they knew what was going on, someone left the house. Um, which which they talked about on Lance's thing. It ended up being Chris because he had a false positive COVID test. 
Oh. And then that that turned into a whole thing of drama with Mirai. Um, some people are saying that he got all butthurt because she called him Justin Timberlake's backup dancer, which were like, um, please, bitch. Like, really? Yeah. I'm like, no. No. Know your stuff. Like, just just shush. Just shush. I don't care for her. I don't care for her. I'm sorry. I know lots of people probably like her, and it's an unpopular opinion, but I I was I told you on Friday I was listening to my music and um the game is over came on and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so Mariah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that too. I agree. Um, well, I'm glad that he doesn't have COVID. Correct. And I'm looking forward to tonight to see what's going on and what happens. And if we so do we see him become the HOH tonight. I'm, or... I'm fairly, I'm fairly sure we would have to, because I mean, other, otherwise they're just announcing it. Like, it's right? A, it's a competition, so they would be showing the competition. All right, great. Well, I'm looking forward to that. And then, yes. In other news, um, I read actually that Lance Bass, um, we had, was planning to do this, but he's going to be opening the biggest gay nightclub in February. Yes. Um, and it's going to be in Santa Monica. So are you familiar with this area? Because I know you're in California. No, that's like six hours south of me. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So yeah. I guess the new club that he's opening is called Heart. And it's yes. going to replace the historic club Rage. And it opens in just a couple of days. It opens on February 11th, which is really exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, right across right across the street from Rocco's. Rocco's, Yes. <laughs> So I'm excited to see where this goes. And I'm sure there's going to be lots of fun, like, feeds and pages and stuff on Instagram. Because I wake up all the time in the morning and I always miss, like, all of these lives from Rocco's WeHo in the middle of the night. So right. I'm, I'm sure I'm, it's going to be I'm just I'm almost wondering if they're going to start working together on things. Like, the drag oh, shows maybe. are going to, the, the drag shows are going to, like, lead into something at the club. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Oh, that, that could be interesting. How that and works. then also, too. I mean, in other Lance news, he started his podcast back up again. Yes. Which I, you know what, I have to admit, I have not listened to it. It has been a crazy week at work, but I'm excited to listen. Has Michael been on it at all? Yes. Yeah, you know he's, like, he's like, we're doing this from our bed because we watch it in bed. We record the episode <laughs> and then we go to bed. We go to sleep. That's awesome. So the well, longest one is, it's, it like, it's, like, it's like 20 minutes, I think is the longest one so far. So is it called the Daily Popcast still? Yeah, it yeah, it's different? it's it's still the Daily Popcast, and then when when that's over, then they're gonna start the new start a new parenting podcast. Oh, that's fun! Like, I am looking forward to this. Well, you know what? <laughs> I don't have kids, but I will listen to it because I just think they're just so adorable. Their babies are so cute. So it's by the sound of it, it sounds like it's going to be a weekly thing because he's like each episode is going to represent one week in their growth and development. I'm like, and the growth and development. This will be good for me to remember. Be like, okay, yeah, that's why I don't want more kids. That's why I'm one and done. Like, or oh, I remember when she did that. Oh well, that'll be like a cute keepsake for Violet and Alexander, though. That's adorable. Yeah. So the other thing that happened, I mean, we had talked about it last week. Yeah, but the episode hasn't aired yet. yet. Yes. 
So Janet Jackson revealed that she told Justin Timberlake not to comment on the Super Bowl incident. Yeah. He, so, he apologized. That's why he was able to go to the Grammys. Because originally they had been both disinvited. And then right. they were told, well, if you apologize, then you can do it. And he's like, well, I'm up for five awards. Like, and performing. Like, why would I not want to take advantage of this? Like, that right. just seems... I'm, I'm sure his camp would be like, yeah, let's let's do this just because you don't want to lose steam. Right. And then she also admitted that Justin did invite her to be on the 2018 Super Bowl with him at the halftime yes. show. And she turned it down. Which is interesting because if I if I'm remembering correctly, the head of CBS at that point um, is married to Julie Chen from Celebrity Big Brother or from Big Brother. Oh, look at that. I think it's Les Moonves. So that's her her husband. So I'm like, well, this is all just a big ball of interesting. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. for sure. So, well, I guess those were like the main news stories of the week. Yes. And, oh, well, and Justin's birthday. Yes. Yeah. So Justin had his birthday at the beginning of the week. And um, they posted, well, Jess posted a really cute, like, Instagram post. Yes. A couple of people I saw, Jess made a post, and Melinda made a post. Mm-hmm. Um, did Lance have a post? I'm sure Lance had a post. No, although, you it. know what? I got super confused, because when I listened to the, when I clicked the podcast link... Right. Someone had someone had shared it that he had put up an episode. I listened to it and it was like, "This is for January 29th. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, he did he did it on Saturday, like ahead of the ahead of everything." Right. Turned out I was listening to the one from last year because he was like, and "Happy birthday to Justin. He'll be 40." Oh my I'm like, gosh. Um, "No, he won't." I'm like, "Oh, this is from last year. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I thought it was listening to the newest this one." This is 2021. <laughs> oh my uh, gosh. Well, I'm sure with Chris on Big Brother, there's not going to be any shortage of news stories coming out with them. And I'm very excited to see what happens tonight. So today for our celebrity section, we're actually going to have a celebrity guest. Do I have a jingle? Is there like a welcoming... Do you have a jingle? What do you want to like, Happy birthday to you. Oh, yeah. He is a birthday boy today. <laughs> mm-hmm. How old are you today? 40 years young. 40 years young. 40 so you and fabulous. Are 40 and fabulous. So you are a full year younger. Than you. No, you're not. You're three. <laughs> you're like two months younger than me. I was going to say you yes. just turned 40, Christina. Yeah, I was going to say. I am. You're not a full year. Um, last year. It was last year, was it not? Oh my gosh! Was last night uh, last year? He's one no, of those. This year. All That's right, there we go. There we go. <laughs> You've been forty <sighs> since last year. I just turned forty today. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're gonna have our listeners get to know you a little bit. Mm-hmm. I I asked and... my husband to be on this, and he he was like, "I don't know that I'll have anything to say." I'm like, "Fine, then I'll just answer for you." He's like, "Okay." I'm like. Well, that mm-hmm. wasn't very fun. 
So, so I'm, I'm 40 years young. I'm Aquarius. 40. Okay. It's not that kind of questioning. Oh, okay. <laughs> so Gina has a couple questions that she's going to ask you. Okay. And then today's topic is actually going to be talking about our experience meeting a member of NSYNC. And you were there for my experience. And you'll be there for my next experience coming up. Um, so so I'm going to go ahead you. and pass this over to Gina and Corey, and we'll go from there. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, so how long have you been with your significant other? Uh, so we've been together dating for about four years. We've been uh, married for two and a couple of months. Very nice. Two years and a couple of months. Yeah. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so do we want to just have me ask all of them and then have me give my husband's answer, like what my husband would answer? Or do you one at a time, Christina? What do you think? Oh, it doesn't matter to me. Whatever's natural for you. Okay. Um, so for me and my husband, um, we've known each other for 11 years. We've been dating. We, we started dating, um, nine years ago, almost no, next year will be 10, nine years ago. And we've been married for five. Um, so at what point in the relationship did you realize your partner's love for NSYNC, Corey? Um, uh, it's hard to say. So she's definitely been a fan of listening to grow up to in our generation. Uh, I, I would say it was probably about a year in that I knew it was a specific in-sync passion um, <laughs> over, you know, the other boy bands of the age and um, the other artists, even, you know, the female artists, you know, she, okay. she loves her Britney and stuff, but in-sync became the predominant fandom for me. Uh, it became clear about a, a year into our relationship. Okay. Um, so I was asking my husband these questions earlier and he's like, he didn't realize just how deep my love for them was until quarantine. Um, when we, when just, there was just nothing to, nothing to do. And so it was just like, find all these videos on YouTube, watch my old tour videos that I had on, um, on DVD and at that point, that was when the No Strings Attached merch thing uh, came out. Mm-hmm. So and he, was, and he was like, "You were you were quarant- you were quarantine buying things left and right in sync." And I'm like, "Hey, that's not entirely fair because uh, that <laughs> later that year, um, so in May for my birthday, he bought me the uh, the set of marionettes." I'm like. Okay, for for knowing as late in the game as you did, um, you you picked up pretty quickly on how to how to how to run with it. Um, yeah, I mean, I would I would say sort of to piggyback on that, you know, Christina talked about how her room, you know, as a teenager, clad with posters, and a lot of them were in sync posters, and and so I I knew that she liked. I don't think I realized similarly 
that she was an adult fan uh, of. <laughs> I wanted to have NSYNC as our, our for a wedding song, and you wouldn't let. True, so... we did have many arguments over that. Um, but similarly, uh, a combination of things happened. One was being in in the pandemic and. Christina diving more into some of those um, you know, stories and, and writing fan fiction and participating in that, as well as um, just listening to a lot more of that music. But also, I think, had her trying to reconnect to some of that more youthful stuff. And so the only thing that we listened to on the radio was music of our youth as opposed to music of today. Yeah, um, I I don't so, know who most people are. I've stopped watching the Grammys and stuff. I'm like, I don't know who these are. Yeah, I, and oftentimes Corey knows like the new artists and people before I do. And like, I'll hear something. I'll be like, Did you hear this new song? And he's like, This is like four months old. It's not new. <laughs> like, well, it's new to me. But then I just go right back to my instinct. Do you remember the time we were driving to Long Island to visit my sister? And we listened to the entire NSYNC discography from the time we left the house until the time we arrived to theirs. I've, I've tried to block out that memory. And... <laughs> Does that include the Christmas album or just the regular? I don't, you know what? I include the Christmas album. Okay. No, I mean, there, there, there have been times. Uh, so our rule is for road trips um and general driving whoever is driving has control of the radio mm-hmm. and so she has volunteered to drive, the, set, <laughs> drive to long island a few times for just that reason um the most painful trip was Brittany. um there was a trip where the first hour consisted of nothing but Brittany's loudest hits and it 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 was painful literally i had a headache within 10 minutes that was great oh. easter Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was great, sir. So, there you go. So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether my husband realized it or not because I had because I set up our whole wedding playlist until until like ten minutes into our just regular dance music. One of my friends that was just supposed to babysit the laptop was like, "Yeah, no, I'm putting different stuff on." But the the dances that the songs that we did the special dances to, um, something like you, which I've wanted that for my wedding since that album came out in two thousand one. I'm like I am playing that at my wedding, like that is not changing, and that didn't that that still that lasted fifteen years before it finally happened. Um, I have no idea if my husband even knew that it was an NSYNC song. Um, I want to say I put like one other, maybe like this. I promise you, but I have no idea if it even made it on there. Um, I do know that the friend who uh, hijacked my laptop decided to play Bye Bye Bye. And I'm like, who plays Bye 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 at a wedding? Like in, <laughs> in 2016, like I I went to weddings like in 2000, 2001 and they played it because the guys all knew the dance moves and they're like, oh, we're going to look cool. But to play it in 2016, I'm like, um, you could have picked like any other song. Any you know, other I don't song remember. And been okay. I don't we had any in sync at our wedding. No, because we wanted to have good music and good vibes <laughs> and dancing. No. So, um, 
so the argument that I had, because she wanted, like she said, she wanted our wedding song to be an instinct song. And I just, one of the issues I have, uh, they, they were great songs when we were kids. Um, but you're songs adult. about love and hope, but so much, I, I think the one that you wanted to play was like, I will never let you down. Um, like, the promise yeah, yeah yeah like oh there, there's definitely gonna be times i'm gonna let you down <laughs> <laughs> like you know in, in the real world it's not all perfect like that and i wanted well and that's your biggest issue with nsync mm-hmm. you said that nsync as a group i'm probably misquoting you and you'll fix it but you basically said that they have created a standard of man that does not exist I, I mean, no, and, and it's not just in sync, but but yes, all of those. I was right? gonna say, they're, um, they're, give me they're all about perfect rom-coms. love in a relationship or fixing a broken love in another relationship. You know, that guy's no good for you. Why don't you ditch him and come be with me? Is a theme in a lot of the songs, yeah. or uh, I'm gonna love you better than anybody else has ever loved you. And while the sentiment of those is true, the reality of them is is not usually the case. And for me, the song that we were gonna um, dance uh, our first dance together as a married couple. I wanted to be. So, what did we end up dancing to as a married couple? Corey? The best is yet to come. Oh, mm. that's a that's a good one. And then, yeah, what ended we, up... we did a med- we did a medley. We did a medley. We did because um, my husband's a huge Deadpool fan. So, at the end of the first Deadpool, there was uh, "You're the Inspiration" by Chicago. So we did that. Um, my husband also loves, um, oh, why can't I think of Moulin Rouge? So mm-hmm. I had recorded like two days before the wedding. I recorded with the pastor that was marrying us, who's also my unofficial vocal coach. Um, we did a version of Come What May. And he had no idea, like he started crying because he had no idea that I'd done it. Aww. And then... And then I think that went into something like you. And then there were a couple other ones that I was like, I know my husband's never going to slow dance with me again. So I'm going to get as many songs as I can before, <laughs> before I have to stop. Yeah. I mean, it, it's definitely uh, one of the challenges of weddings. Uh, I had a friend, a friend of mine come to the wedding, her and her husband. Um, and it was a few months before their wedding was supposed to happen. And I encouraged them to join us on the dance floor. And she is not a public dancer at all. And they ended up actually getting into a huge fight because he was like, well, we have a wedding coming up and we need to practice. Come on the dance floor and dance with me. And she wouldn't do it. Um, Yeah, so it actually worked out kind of that their fancy wedding got canceled because of COVID. Yeah. She never had to do it. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I think let's move on to the next. (laughs) Yes. Um. Who was your partner's favorite InSync member? Uh, so that has been a bit of a revolving door. <laughs> <laughs> we discussed um, this on our on our podcast last week, so yes, let's see if he gets it right. So I'm not going to get the order of events perfect. Um, <laughs> I know that Justin has never been her number one. Correct. Um, I believe. Chris Kirkpatrick was first and then JC 
was second. I'm getting a look. It's not right. <laughs> so it was JC and Lance were tied for first. Oh. And then for the majority. Boy, of- were you wrong on that one. Well, I know. And then for the majority of my young fandom, mm-hmm. it was Chris Kirkpatrick. Yeah. Until. And, and then at a certain level of maturity, she said, you know, that Joey fat one, he's really got it going on. You know what it is? Joey was in my Big Fat Greek wedding. Right, and that douchiness really worked for you. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> since then, it's been Joey number one. Um, and, you know, you can never go wrong with a 40-year-old man that still goes by Joey. So, um, so he's not 40. He's 45. Actually, he just had a birthday. No. Mm-hmm. So there's that. So as you can tell, I'm still not super impressed uh, with with all of the sinkers. And it, it's funny, um, you know, I grew up in the same generation. And for me, the the first one to, to really sort of hit on the radio was Backstreet Boys. And I, growing up, I saw them as the first ones and NSYNC were the copycats. And there's obviously that have come some before and some after, but um, that was sort of my perception. And so I've always leaned a little bit more toward towards Backstreet Boys than in sync, but they all have their, you know, merits and weirdness because they're boy bands. But um, I feel like for Christina, she's always been about in sync. So, <laughs> my my husband knows that I am a Justin girl through and through. Um, we we have a we have a running joke of that um, that if Justin Timberlake decides, hey, um, I want you, like I'm free to leave, but the uh, the other stipulation is that if Ryan Reynolds comes, my husband gets to leave. I'm like, wait, you don't have any woman holopathies? He's like, no. I'm good with just Ryan Reynolds. I'm like, all right. I'm like, wait, I can't share Ryan Reynolds. He's like, no, he's mine. You, Justin, I, Ryan. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, so I like to make lots of jokes. I'm great with dad jokes. I feel like this is probably not going to be the audience where these jokes are going to hit, but I was going to make <laughs> a Brillo pad joke about being a Justin fan. There might be a lot of Brillo pads in the house. Right. <laughs> the curly hair general you know that era yeah he hasn't had curly yeah. hair in like 20 years yeah i know but like that's still hot that's the first thing that comes to my mind the the ramen that, noodles yes that hair man yeah because he was all over the news because it was him and in sync it was him solo it was him and britney it was just all the time and then he started beatboxing <laughs> well just, yeah. The renaissance man of, of ramen. <laughs> um, problems. So what is your favorite InSync song, if you have one? Um I don't I don't know that I so I, I'm not great with song titles or I, honestly I even mix up some of the boy band songs, but mm-hmm. um I think the one that I would be most prone to listen to would be from the Christmas album. Uh-huh. Um, Merry, that, Christmas, Merry Christmas, Happy, Happy New Year. Year. Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> Happy holiday. Um, I, I feel like that's probably the one that I listen to most frequently. Um, yeah, I mean, for a while, Justin was all over the radio. The one song from Trolls I couldn't get away from. Oh, uh, oh that's my that's my favorite. Um, but yeah, the, probably the one that I would come closest to saying I enjoy is Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I don't know that my husband necessarily has one. Um, so when I was pregnant and he had to drive me to appointments and stuff, um, he, he started an in-sync playlist for me on Pandora, which I'm like, this isn't, this is really limited. Like we need mm-hmm. to not do it on Pandora because they don't, I feel like they don't have all the singles. Like they don't have, they have just the singles, not the whole album. Cause I'm like, they're missing this song and this song. Um, but the one, so what he likes to do um, is he makes up his own song lyrics. So the songs that he, the two that he makes up words for is tearing up my heart. And here we go. So I guess I would, I guess those would be like his favorite because they're just the two that he makes, not makes fun of, but changes the words to to sing along. Yeah. I mean, I can see the possibilities of, of those like a la Michael Scott from the office, just sort of making parody songs. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a lot of potential there. Yeah. All right. Well, so that, kind of covers the questions we had for meeting husbands and then we can segue into um meeting a particular member of the band that both of us met for the first for the first time last year yes we did so where so who did you meet and where did you meet them So do you want me to go first since mine was, since mine was first? Yes. Yes. And so we became friends be- through fanfic. And then once all of this started, like once there, once there were different things that he was going to, when you, when, when you saw, oh my gosh, he's doing Vegas. I'm like, I'm going to be in Vegas that weekend. Like we already had tickets to go see Jonas Brothers because my sister-in-law is a huge Jonas Brothers fan they were playing here like half an hour like half an hour away from us but my mother-in-law was like no let's do a big Vegas girls weekend and so I was like okay and then when I heard that they were like when I saw that he was doing Vegas and was the same weekend I was like I have to go well so I'll back up a little bit is that when they when I knew that we were going to Vegas I was like well Joey likes to go to Vegas, like, a lot. And he likes the Jonas Brothers. Maybe I'll see him at the concert or just see him around Vegas. And then they announced the shows, and I was like, okay, this is just too, too much. So I got I got tickets um, for the Friday show. Um, and I got the, the sound check. And then they did a separate meet and greet um, that a lot of us were like, why did they do it? They did it separate. It was through a separate thing. 
Um, so it wasn't like you could buy your ticket on Ticketmaster and choose either one of them. Um, so there were some people that are like, well, I can do one or the other, but not both. And for people that had bought the sound check, um, it was non-refundable. So they're like, well, I guess I'm just going to go with the sound check and not the meet and greet. Um, I ended up getting, and I ended up doing both. Um, but it was, uh, so <laughs> here we go as far as some tough times. Um, my dad had been battling cancer and had just passed away August 7th. And the show that I saw him on was August 20th. So they had been what I listened to to try and not think about it, especially towards the end. Um, so I actually had a, ch a chance to talk to Joey, like to ask, like they, you got to ask questions. And I was like, this isn't quite so much a question. It's more for Joey, um, but kind of just gave my story and just being like, I want to be able to say thank you. And he gave this answer. I have it recorded somewhere. Maybe I'll try and post up at least snippets of what he said on our Instagram. Um, but I ended up getting a picture with him that Mulvahill, so Mulvahill took the picture on my phone. And they also gave me a sweatshirt from, from their merch. That's awesome. And he, he was, was like, a guy, right? He was such a sweetheart. Like when I when I met him for the um, meet and greet, um, I was second in line. There are only like seven people like in the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And I had no idea how this was going to work. So I wasn't sure if it was going to be like back in the day with NSYNC where it was, you're in a room, you get to meet them, they do an autograph and then like, obviously because of COVID we'd be like spread out. So I'm like, well, maybe it's good that there's only seven of us because we can really spread out, but then still right. talk to him. And it was very much a get in, you take your picture and you're out. And so I was like, uh, and I was like, all right, whatever. Um, but I was second in line. And then the person that was in front of me, she had friends that were in the back of the line. And instead of bringing them up, she went back with them. So I went from being second in line to being first in line. And I had on my mask that I bought from Amazon that was the, um, their, the self-title. And so it had like all their pictures of them, like when they were teens and twenties and Joey's. And as soon as, as soon as I see Joey, he's like, I love your mask. And we took and I took a took a picture mask on, um, and then was out. But like he gave he gave me a hug before the picture, um, had his arm around me for the picture, and I was like, I've been waiting. Like, okay, now I'm having to do the math. <laughs> Wait, uh, ninety eight. I think it's twenty three years. And he was like, yeah. oh, I'm glad. And I was like, I've been waiting over twenty years to meet you. And he's like. I'm glad that you were. I'm, I'm glad that you were able to to make it out. Some something like that. And then he gave me another hug. And then I left. And mm -hmm. then did the sound check. And and then at the end, Mul Mulvey was like, 
you you stay. He pulled me, pulled me up on stage. Joey gave me another hug, and Mulvey took my took my phone. And Joey's like, "All right, one, two, three, and we're gonna pull our mask down." And so I have a I have a picture that's actually on our Instagram, I think, um, uh-huh. of that's what that picture is is so that's without without the masks on oh that's very sweet yeah so i was extremely jealous yes (laughs) when i found out you were meeting joey and i followed your every move everything you posted (laughs) pictures uh text messages i was like so excited but i didn't want to text you because I didn't want to like use up your battery. Yeah. And then <laughs> a few weeks after vicariously living through your experience, I saw that there was an opportunity to meet Joey at the Rhode Island Comic Con. <laughs> and you don't, you don't think about <laughs> Comic Cons being in Rhode Island, but I mean, I mean, I, it's a pretty big Comic Con. Um, yeah, it's like the second largest one in the United States. And my, my big hearted husband, um, agreed to to spend his only day off with me in a car for six hours to drive to Rhode Island to go to the Comic-Con so that I could meet Joey. And... He came with me um, for the whole thing. And my husband is actually a way better storyteller than I am. Um, and I am actually going to let him tell this story from his point of view of me meeting Joey. And I'm going to chime and work for <laughs> it just because he tells stories better and it's so delicious. All right. So go ahead. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So. We uh, arrived within the center um, and found our way to the back where the celebrities were, which is sort of a random happenstance. There were meet and greets on different floors. Uh, and initially we thought we were in the wrong. We turned the one corner. We saw Joey and she, you know, her heart was a flutter <laughs> and she just was like, I, I don't know if I'm ready for this. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> You know, 20 years of fandom and driving all these hours to get here on my one day off. And you're not sure you're ready for this. <laughs> that's that's how uh, I felt, too. I'll be honest. And, you know, it, it, I'm honestly surprised that she hasn't met him or others before this. Um, but we we got in line. Um, you know, she was sort of flustered with it, it can't be this casual but you know he's right there he's you know 20 feet in front of us and then 15 feet and so on um and there was a, a guy that was by himself that went up and got his autograph and like gave him a big hug and had him sign his bobblehead and i was thinking this guy's really weird and you know christina's like i don't I, am i gonna get to do that i was like i don't know <laughs> i've never done one of these either so we finally get up there and uh we're talking to I don't know if she worked for the con, like the Comic Con, or if she was like an assistant. Or... I, I think she was an assistant for Joey because she she made it sound like she had a, a working relationship with him. But 
while he was taking photos with and talking to the person before us, uh, Christina started talking to this uh, woman about um, her purchase of a meet and greet and photo op and all that stuff later. And I mean, at this point, all of her emotions are welling up. So she's starting to cry. And the woman's like, you need to stop crying because I'm an empath and I'll start crying. And so (laughs) as middle-aged women crying and the other person walks away and Joey looks over and he's like, hi, I'm Joey. And she's like, I know, I'm Christina. um, She's like, I don't know how this works. And he's like, well, we're going to meet we're gonna say hello we're gonna, <laughs> gonna sign an autograph for you You pick one of these from the table we'll take a photo together um and she goes well i also i didn't know if i could take a photo now because i have the photo pass later and he goes no, no no this is where we'll have a chance to to really talk and and meet you know later on it's just mm-hmm. have a photo and keep moving um oh. so I'm glad you did this because we get a chance to to meet and she's like we drove five four hours it was, it was almost four hours on the way up there um yeah. We drove four hours to come see you today. Yeah, so I guess it was like an eight-hour trip around trip. It was longer six. than that, yeah. Yeah. And he was like, I am not worth it. You should not. Have- <laughs> <laughs> and I might have agreed with him under my breath. But <laughs> he was just having the time of her life. And, you know, while he said he asked her to pick out a picture and she's crying still. And he's trying to rub her back and calm her down. <laughs> embarrassing him a little bit i was definitely probably embarrassing uh, him a little bit <laughs> i said you know christina made me promise to tell you the story if she was too emotional to do it uh i said but you know christina went to a concert when she was in high school and she's walking through the parking lot before the concert and sees a man walking that she recognizes and walks up and says excuse me but aren't you joey's dad and he was like yes i am, I am. And he asked him to sign her Probably ticket. So. He did, and he goes, "Yeah, my dad loves that shit. He just, <laughs> he, of course, he would sign it. He loved that man. Uh, so it, it was good. And then she mentioned you, actually. Yes, I was going to ask about that. And you know, i I expected him, I expected him to agree and say, "Oh, yeah, I remember," and and sort of platitudes and just, Me, yeah, same, say it, but. She said, you met my friend Gina and she gave a couple of specifics and he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we called her back and we gave her a T-shirt. We took another photo. I remember. And she was talking about her dad. And I I honestly was impressed that for somebody who meets so many people before he's about to get up and perform while he's, you know, meeting, I don't know, tens or hundred people in a day and taking photo ops and he's doing that for two or three days. At a time, well, and then the that, fact that it was like almost three months, I think, at that point prior. Yeah, to- yeah, yeah, and then months later that yeah, he, he remembered details like, like that. November, I think, and the concert you went to, Gina was in July, right? Or August. Yeah. August. Okay, so yeah, it was a few months after the fact. So. Uh, oh, I'm crying all over again. <laughs> yeah, he he does get some kudos for uh. for being genuine in that act. And a gentleman, he's you know. Uh, I think he shook my hand and, and uh, they just, they got to connect for a little bit. I, I stepped back and gave her some room to fangirl out. And, uh, <laughs> later, you know, after we walked around the Comic-Con and saw some pretty amazing costumes, some oh, great sure. costumes, some, uh, I can't believe they've worn that costume. 
<laughs> yep. Uh, more than a few. What the heck is that supposed to be? Costume <laughs> went back and queued up for the photo op, and uh, I stood there while many husbands stood there waiting for their women to go take their photo. <laughs> op. Uh, both Joey and he, he at that time he was teaming up with Murray from uh, Impractical Jokers, so it was a twofer. So okay. You know, uh, I actually saw Murray while he was doing some of his photo ops. He walked past me as he was heading back to uh, a different section. Uh, I was hoping to see Shatner. I never saw him. but Yeah, um, I think if you've never gone to a Comic-Con and you want to meet Joey or like anyone like that that you like, a Comic-Con is a great place to do it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's honestly, it's a safe place. It's a lot of fun. Great people watching. Lots of really nice people really too. creative booths and activities to do and i mean honestly the time the whole time we were there we were only on one level of that yeah comic-con and it, you know some of them are all just one big like expo center other ones are multi-level like this one was and there was a lot to do so we're actually probably going to be doing another one. Oh no we're definitely doing yeah 90s con. in <laughs> and in so we're yeah Driving all the way to Connecticut for that one. Which is closer than Rhode Island. And so we're going to see some more stinkers and... Well, there's some folks there. Yeah, a whole bunch of folks from the 90s. Um, Boy Meets World, uh, Family Matters, a whole bunch of shows that we grew up watching. So You're excited. That'll be pretty... Admit you're excited. Interesting to see. So are you excited to meet Joey again or are you going to disappear with our friend? While me and his wife have our moment with these men. No, I don't think I can leave you unattended. <laughs> That's not a thing. What do you mean leave me unattended? Like, because you're afraid Joey will fall in love like, with me. This might end up like there, you might be on the news for like, <laughs> ban attacks Joey what? for telling with lipstick kisses <laughs> on his face. Like, I don't know. <laughs> You don't even wear lipstick, but you would for that. I wear lip gloss. I yeah. mean, you complain all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of lip gloss. Ladies, no men enjoy the lip gloss. <laughs> like she takes. I, I would. I would have to say, yeah, my husband does not. It, it's a, it's a slippery kiss. You end up <laughs> taste of some nondescript flavor on your lips, and then like when she takes a sip of my cup. Or a bottle or a straw. That's all I can taste. It overwhelms the palate. Oh my gosh. Um, so that, that's the what more. Are that, you were, so wait, so wait. I feel like that's like the more you know store. Oh, like a moment, like an NBC. Yeah, moment, yeah, yeah. Like a PSA. <laughs> In closing, Corey. Yes. Your feelings on Joey Fatone and go. Uh, I think he's a. a a decent guy. I think that he's probably not a peak performer anymore, but that it's nice to see him and to connect with fans in a genuine way. Um, you, you also made me watch that Christmas special. Oh, this year. last year, yeah. That, oh, yeah. There was a whole the, the, the boy band holiday. Oh, yeah. great. Oh, that was so cheesy. You got off to talk about it. You but loved it. I was so corny. Oh my gosh! But you know what? That's and I, it's kind of that's, 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 yeah, super cheesy. 
And what else have you watched that you said you were going to bring up that you didn't? What? What were you going to bring I up? I don't remember. Who do you always bring up when I say in sync? The boy band con, Lou Pearlman. Oh, Lou Pearlman. Yeah, that whole thing. He Listen, watched that. See, you're more of a fan than you let on. No, no, no. <laughs> because you made me watch this documentary that, that Lance did on Lou Pearlman. And it painted a whole different picture. Like, I wasn't aware that there was this whole back and forth fight between whether you're an in or backstreet boy girl. But now that you've known the truth, which is that it was all fabricated by Lou Pearlman, was designed to make money and turn them against each other, you're still in sync is better than backstreet boys. Well, they are. It's been, we've been we've been brainwashed. It's hard to it's hard to come out of that toxicity, man. They yeah, were, and you know they what? Were all with that, that sync, I'm like feeling better about it, which is why I said to you, let me spend the money so I can meet AJ and Nick too. Because, you know, I'm I'm equal opportunity, but I mean Joey will always be my number one. Everybody. <laughs> Wrong podcast. Yeah. Wrong podcast. You, I was invited. I'm a guest. This is celebrity. <laughs> This week I'm the celebrity. Oh geez, uh, a low budget podcast. <laughs> a no budget podcast. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. A, a no budget podcast. A no budget. A low budget. No budget. No budget. <laughs> no budget podcast. All right. Well, thanks for having me, lady. Yes, thank you. Thank for you. We look forward to your return um, to the podcast someday soon. I'm sure you'll make me come back after Connecticut. I'm sure I will. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. So that was fun. <laughs> Little trips down memory lane. Yes. So I guess we're going to be closing things up with I Want You Back. I was going to say, talking about memory lane, let's go into I Want You Back. And <laughs> there was actually a lot of stuff over the years. There um, so do you want to so, do like every other yeah. and start in 97 and we'll just work no. our way down? Yep. Thank you to my two websites. Maybe I need to put their links somewhere. Um, there's two different websites <laughs> that I found that had all of this information and I'm like, bookmark. Oh, um, so 97, the guys were in Germany performing and doing radio and TV interviews. Um, Turn Up My Heart was their second single released February 10th, 1997, over in Germany. Um, in 1998, um, the NSYNC logo was changed for American audiences. The apostrophe is replaced with the star, um, which I remember the guys being like, we have no idea who made that choice. But they always talk about uh, Yuri something. I want to say it was like Yuri Geller or something. He was a magician, illusionist, whatever, something in Europe. And he told them, like, you have to put something from space or like the stars, like the universe for your first album. And they're like, we already have our first album, our album out. So I guess that must have been after like May of of 97 when they released it. So somewhere between... May of 97 and 98 when they did their when their album dropped in America it the apostrophe was replaced with a star and it wasn't an N on top of the sink it was all next to each other um 
So the logo changed in 98. Um, and jumped to 2000, uh, the guys had their TV guide covers. They did individual covers and group covers. I remember those covers. They were kind of weird. They were like wearing white and they had like the black teardrop. Wasn't that those covers? Something like that. JC was in a white shirt and he had a red baseball hat. And it looked like almost, if I remember correctly, without having to look it up, because that would be cheating. Um, he, it looked like he was almost like screaming. Like if I remember correctly, his mouth was open. Yeah, they were like not my favorite, but I bought them all. And then they reported that in 2000, Justin got a speeding ticket in Florida. Um, sync recorded on MTV Snowden, The Dream Date. They performed Bye 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 and This I Promise You. And Chris was seen in Toronto for the NHL All-Star Game. Yes. Um, 2001, um, Making the Super Bowl Halftime Show aired on M- on MTV. I almost said NBC. I'm like, that's not right. I'm <laughs> reading from a screen. I'm reading from the screen. I'm still getting it wrong. Um, making the Tour came out on DVD and VHS. Now, here's what confused me on something that I saw. So I'm like, maybe this wasn't right and I need to look into it more. It's a, um, So Lance was at Sundance Festival, but one of the things I saw said that he reportedly hooked up with a male publicist, but wasn't outed as being gay. Like, Interesting. How, like, how does someone see that, put it on, put it in like a news story back in 2001 and no one knows that he's gay until he comes out. Well, until he's forced to come out in 2006. So I thought that was really interesting. So I'm like, I feel like I need to do a little bit more research on that. But at the same time, I'm like, well, everyone knows he knows now. So, I mean, what difference does it make? Um, so as long as he wasn't outed back then, um, whatever. And then in 2002... Chris, Joey, and Lance attended the Super Bowl, and Justin and Brittany hosted fundraisers for their charities. And in 2003, Lance's space dreams were pushed back after the Columbia disaster, which took us to 2004. Um, and JC was everywhere promoting his upcoming album, Schizophrenic. Um, the Pro Bowl appearance was canceled in the wake of um, Justin and Janice Wardrobe malfunction at the Super Bowl. Um, I actually went over this with one of, with my co-teacher, um, cause we were talking about the whole thing with Justin and Janet and she's like, honestly, it wasn't that big of a deal. Like, okay, like whatever. But I was like, but it did have huge, and she's a huge JC fan, like from Mickey Mouse Club. Things. Right. So I was like, no, but it had huge ramifications for JC and went into just how bad the NFL screwed him over. And she's like, I am so bad. And that was like 15 years and 17 years ago. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, then that same week, um, Justin sings at the Grammys cause he apologized for what happened at the Super Bowl. Um, and JC attended the Grammys. And if I remember correctly, a grammar, uh, grammar, grammar party, gram, Grammy after party. <sighs> it's been a day. <laughs> So, and it's earlier in the day for you than it is for me. It's 520 at night here. It's like two in the afternoon for you. Yes. So, well, there you have it. We thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for the likes and follows on Instagram. And um, if you have a story that you would like to share about meeting a member of NSYNC or even Backstreet Boys or O-Town or anyone like that, 
um, give us a shout on our Instagram. Um, and we're excited to talk to you next week. And until next time. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, you guys.